Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Dumbo. This is the latest live-action update of a classic Disney cartoon, and the first of three uh, this year alone, which also includes Aladdin and The Lion King. Do later. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for The Lion King. And Aladdin, sure. even though I don't like, you know, the genie, but... Will Smith as a genie? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's a big question mark on that one. We <laughs> shall has, see. He has big shoes to fill. The IMDb plot summary for Dumbo reads... A young elephant whose oversized ears enable him to fly helps save a struggling circus. But when the circus plans a new venture, Dumbo and his friends discover dark secrets beneath its shiny veneer. <laughs> that sounds like a Tim Burton synopsis, if I ever heard one. Right? Dark secrets under a circus. Yes. <laughs> it's like Tim Burton. Step right up. This movie stars Colin Farrell, Danny DeVito, Michael Keaton, and Eva Green. Uh, and it is directed by Tim Burton. This movie currently has a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty low. That's rotten. And it opened this weekend to about uh, $45 million, which is below what people were projecting. I think they were hoping for about 50 Came in below. So this is uh, considered something of a disappointment. So this is a blow to Disney. Disney's doing just fine. Yeah. And they just swallowed up 20th Century Fox. So they own, I think, at least forty percent of the market share at this point. They can they can definitely afford a couple of losses. Yeah, you know, like we said, they have Aladdin and Lion King coming out. I mean, they have Endgame coming out. I mean, Disney is going to be just fine. <laughs> yeah, they're um, going to have a good year. Before we talk about this, you know, I guess let's just talk about Tim Burton for a second. What 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 do you think of Tim Burton? Are you a fan? I am a fan. I mean, you know, when you when you watch a Tim Burton movie, you know what you're what you're getting. I mean, you're getting weird. <laughs> time to get weird. It's time to get weird. <laughs> You've seen Beetlejuice, right? Beetlejuice, Edward, Edward Scissorhands. Scissorhands. Yeah, those are, I those mean, are those early classics. Weird. I mean, you're saying it. I mean, Batman Returns. He took a kid friendly superhero franchise and he turned it into like a psychosexual nightmare. <laughs> It wasn't the penguin. That movie is nuts. Yeah, that movie's crazy. I, I think I. <laughs> I mean, it's good. Like we were talking a few weeks ago with Captain Marvel about how there aren't enough superhero movies for adults. That is one of the yeah. early superhero movies aimed right for adults. And I saw that as like a nine-year-old, and that, I loved it. <laughs> Did that scare you shitless? I was more taken. I wasn't so afraid of the the penguin. I was more taken with Catwoman. Of course, um, you were. I mean, we're talking Michelle Pfeiffer up on the big screen, skin yeah. tight leather. I mean, at one point, she's crawling around on a bed. She's licking herself. It's some intense. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's some intense stuff for a nine year old. So that left oh, a big impression. Of course, it did. <laughs> oh my god. That movie is pushing the envelope for what it's uh, who it's marketed to. I mean, that movie's selling Happy Meals. And parents are walking out with kids who are crying. <laughs> and I guess, it, you know, this whole kind of period that we're in of live action updates of classic cartoons, you could sort of credit him for popularizing that with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, but I did not like Alice in mm, Wonderland at no, all. No, but people probably his worst. But I didn't people like that movie? It made over a billion dollars. So that is yeah. proof. Anytime somebody says, if you're ever like debating with someone whether something's good and they throw out, well, it made such and such amount of money, that means nothing. Yeah. That just means it was marketed well. It, it, you know, it had like an actor who was maybe hot at the time or whatever. Anne Hathaway. 
Well, I mean, Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter, yeah. I think, was a big draw. But Johnny Depp's not much of a draw. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Unfortunately. He's made yeah. some good movies back in the day. He's made some really good movies. I think he was... Some Tim, with Tim Burton. Tim, yeah, a lot with Pl- Tim Burton. Plenty with... Yeah. yeah. You could say, I guess, that they kind of played that out, that whole collaboration. You could argue. Yeah. I think plenty of people have argued that. Yeah. <laughs> By the time they're doing, like, Dark Shadows... Of course, I like Dark Shadows. I enjoy it too, but uh, it's you could argue it's like a repetition of the same thing. Kind of. Well, that was the first movie that Eva Green was a part of for Tim Burton. I think took uh, that's correct. Helen Bottom Carter's role. <laughs> Helen Bottom Carter was also in that. Do you remember? Yeah, they're she, both in. Yeah. That. So uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> but you may notice Helen Bottom Carter. She's not in any more Tim Burton. <laughs> no. Well, they 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 split up. I think sure. Eva Green is now his muse. He gets his muses. He gets fixated on whether it's Johnny Depp or Helen Bottom Carter or Eva Green. Like he gets fixated on you well, know, Michael couple, Keaton. Michael yeah. Michael Keaton, really? Well, Batman, but and Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, but that's one. Of, that's one yeah. of his great collaborations. He doesn't do. He hasn't done enough with Michael Keaton. Although Michael Keaton is in this. He is in this. I, I heard one description of him as business Beetlejuice in this. Like, business Beetlejuice. Oh my god, I love that description. It's kind of, it's kind of, kind of sums it up. That's yes. kind of He's acted a little over the top. I'm enjoying it though. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Business Beetlejuice. <laughs> Amazing. He's yeah, he's he, he's a little over the top. He's kinda of, he's kind of the bad guy in this. Kinda. Uh, no, he is the bad guy. Yeah, without I guess giving away spoilers just yet, he's um he he takes over Danny DeVito's circus. Yeah. And you could say this movie has some definite like anti corporate themes. Right? Yeah. Like you know, the big guy swallowing up the little guy. The the anti corporate stuff is interesting coming from a giant budget Disney movie. Yeah. That feels kind of subversive. I mean you could say hypocritical. I look at it as like, you know, that's Tim Burton uh, being a little bit subversive uh, within the system. Uh, that's one thing I do credit Tim Burton for working several decades at a high studio level, yeah, and still maintaining some sense of his voice. Yeah, you could argue he has maintained that. I mean, but you know, since with, the eighties, he, he's been going strong. With the success of his films, though, I mean, it puts him in a rare territory. It puts him in a rare territory where studios probably give him more flexibility. I think. Lately, you know, studios kind of look to him to kind of reinvent properties, so to speak, and to kind of reinvent Planet of the Apes, which didn't work out, kind of reinvent, uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland and now Dumbo. He, he brings a certain point of view, but I feel like kind of like audiences kind of have taken him for granted. He, his name doesn't like inspire devotion like Christopher Nolan. Well, so. yeah, I mean, and honestly, Dumbo, I, I didn't really see a lot of Tim Burton's voice in Dumbo, except, you know, little of the over-the-top characters. I but would argue... other than that, like, I didn't really see... I would argue one of Tim Burton's major themes that he's been running through his entire career is the isolated outsider and the person who's branded a freak and kind of empathizing with that character. And that is Dumbo. Yeah. That's 100% Dumbo. So that does kind of make him a good fit for this. But you're right. This movie is toned down like mm-hmm. the theatrical, the gothic antics. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I appreciate that about this movie. So I guess we'll get into it. What uh, What did you think of this movie? I really enjoyed this movie. I swear. Like, I, I really feel like we are on the complete opposite ends of, you know, critics. Week after week. Week after week. Like, I... 
we don't do this on purpose. We're not trying to be like contrarian. We're just being honest. Although I, I didn't mention the cinema score on this was an A minus. Yeah. So the audience liked it. So that indicates a better audience response. Yeah. I really, really felt this movie. Yeah. I love Dumbo. I love how they did his ears. I love how they just made him wanting that feather and <laughs> just it put a lot of like a lot of pet characteristics in him. I mean, they they do that to a lot of the animation movies, but you know, I He's felt like, like a I cute wanted puppy in yeah, a way. yeah, I felt like I wanted a little baby elephant. A pet elephant. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how cute he is. Like, yeah, you want like a little pet Dumbo. <laughs> Uh, you know, they do a good job. I will, I will say that I did not like the father figure. Was that Colin Farrell? Yeah, I did okay. not like his character. That's some of the criticism that's getting that, like, there's too many human characters and they're underdeveloped, underrated. Yeah. That's one of the main, the main criticisms. I mean, I get that he went to war, he lost <laughs> his arm. But we really didn't get, like, I mean, I guess the flu took the mom or, like, uh, the sickness took the mom. Is that what happened? I think so, yeah. I, the mom died. And so he's coming back to war, and he's just he, from war, and he doesn't know how to talk to his kids, and he's really dismissive of, of his kids, and I, I really feel like it didn't resonate well with me. I guess part of his arc is like reconnecting with his kids yeah. through Dumbo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of a cliche, I guess, a cliche arc. It is a cliche arc, yeah. I didn't even for, think about it that way, for, but yeah. For sure. Um, I, I, I guess it didn't really bother me i guess i preferred it, like adding human characters rather than making them talking animals which yeah. is what we're dealing with in the 1941 version i don't know how well like your memory is of the 1941 version it's not very well uh, i'll be honest it's not you know i gave it a rewatch certain things are great about it it's pretty average overall it's not one of disney's best and i think maybe that's one of the issues with like this movie's box office yeah i don't think this movie Nobody Dumbo. really, nobody really wanted the live action Dumbo. No, no one was asking for this yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's true. It's not like Aladdin or Lion King, where I guess everybody. Mil is well, millennials have a strong connection yes. I think, to those to those movies. Not so much with Dumbo. I think he's just remembered as uh, the elephant with the big ears and they can fly. Yeah, it's a pretty. I mean, the movie's barely even over an hour. It's pretty thin. Yeah. So they definitely, all the human characters in this, uh, it, it, there's none in the original. So that's all an addition. You do get Danny DeVito. Yeah. You, get you don't know his backstory at all. I guess that's true. You don't, you don't know, like, his character. At first you think that he's maybe a bad guy. But he it's actually hard to tell turns with Danny DeVito. to be good, though. It's hard to tell with Danny DeVito. <laughs> It, it, like, it, is it, it gonna be good or bad? I know it kind of it kind of is, yeah. But you know, you but, feel yeah, like he's, he's the, a decent he's a decent guy. He was trying to look out for his troop and his circus because it was a dying circus, and the central antagonist is Michael Keaton, yeah. all the way. And I loved Eva Green. Yeah, she and Michael Keaton both. Those are actors like you can put them in any movie, and it's gonna go up a couple points. Yeah, she yeah she kind of dominates the second half, and that's I guess that's you know another criticism the movie's getting that during the second half when they move to Dreamland, yeah, this kind of like mega sized theme park that Michael Keaton owns. Once the movie moves there, it it kind of it loses its intimacy of you know the earlier half. And it kind of becomes scattered as it focuses on different human characters. Yeah. That's some of the other criticisms. I, honestly, I didn't uh, have... Uh, I didn't have those either. Th I mean, those I issues. 
I, I didn't have those issues. Again, we're in the company of Michael Keaton and Eva Green, so I mean, we're we're in good company. <laughs> Even if they're uh, like underwritten yeah. to a degree, we're we're in pretty good company actor wise. But you know, I I love the storyline. Was it a little different than the the animation? I mean, the basic story. Is the same, but like the... Dumbo separated from his mom. Yeah. And being reunited with his mom. Okay. That's the main core. I didn't I didn't know. I don't I don't remember that, that he that's was what reunited. In the final scene. Yeah. Yeah. His mom is freed because Dumbo's a big star and he's flying with the crows. <laughs> and the mom is in the train, uh, you know, kind of looking up at them. So, yeah, it has a happy ending. He's reunited. That is the strongest... Like emotional part of this are those early scenes where he's separated. Where he's separated he's from separated. his mom. Those are the roughest, like the hardest to watch scenes, I guess. Yeah. Very emotional. And the whole baby mine uh, mm -hmm. song number, you know, uh, when they're kind of like touching through the um, yeah the opening. That yeah. is taken straight from the cartoon. That That's one of the best moments of the cartoon. And this movie adapts that really well. Yeah. Um, I was I was crying. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was definitely crying. <laughs> well, I mean, just the I, I mean, coming well coming from my pr perspective, my mom passed away a couple years ago, and I, I wish that I could reunite with her. Yeah, and that, it's that's just, the whole it's touching. I mean, it's just you know that, that's Dumbo's whole whole motivation is to just be with his mom. That's all he wants in life is just to be with his mom. So you, you you relate to that. I do. Yeah, 100%. I, think, I, mean, I relate I think, to it. Yeah. Those scenes definitely pull on the heartstring. Mm -hmm. And they're not, you know, from Tim Burton, you don't expect that kind of warmth. No, I you guess. don't. Yeah. And I think maybe with like another director, it might have been overplayed. But it's it, it lands, I would argue, like just right. You know, it's not too sappy, too yeah. sentimental. It's just, it's just very sweet yeah. and touching. And the kids are the ones that figure out that Dumbo can fly when he with inhales, his ears. Yeah, he inhales. Um, whenever he inhales a feather, yeah, he gets <laughs> he gets excited, and then he sneezes it out, and then that gets him propelled up, and then he flaps his ears. Yeah, I mean it's pretty cute. It it's, is so cute. Dumbo is really well animated as a character. Oh my really god, expressive. his eyeballs. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, I'll tell you, just like a little, I guess a little digression, like one thing that I was really worried about and that I was re ultimately relieved by, I was worried that like Dumbo was going to be like victimized or abused at yeah. some point during the movie. And I was like, I don't, I do not want to see that. It reminded me, I guess, of like something like Chappie, which was a terrible movie. But that movie also kind of endears you to this like cute childlike robot. And then it shows you him like being like tortured yeah. and abused. And it's like, what the hell are we watching? With Tim Burton at the helm, you don't know. Like, is it going to take a dark turn? You, and I'm glad it didn't, it, too. It didn't. You're absolutely right. I mean, it kept to the... Dumbo was a joyful character. Yeah. And, you know, he, he remains joyful throughout. And innocent. Yeah. I mean, innocent. just innocent. And you're just, you're, you're just hoping for the best for him. Yeah. For, I mean, for the entire movie. I so mean, they... he just wants his feather. I was also worried because it's Tim Burton and I didn't see a lot of clips or like a lot of footage beforehand of how Dumbo looked. I was worried like Dumbo might look creepy somehow <laughs> because it's Tim Burton. Like it might have like like the eyes are like too big or something. Again, with Tim Burton, you don't you just you don't, don't know. know because yeah. Alice in Wonderland is kind of creepy. But no, Dumbo's really cute. He's really endearing, and he he definitely worked for me as a character. Yeah. So I guess let's you know let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll just we'll talk about some things that happen at the end of the film, uh, some some spoilers. 
All right, we're back, and we're just we're going to talk about uh, just some minor spoilers that kind of happen in the end. I mean, really nothing. If you've seen the cartoon, exactly, you're not. This isn't going to be. This is going to blow know. your mind or anything. <laughs> but yeah, the, the final scenes. Uh, he's reunited. He, yeah. he escapes. Uh, well, the, the human, tent. the humans help Dumbo escape. They, Correct. well, we figure out that Mom was actually sold to Dreamland. And so Dumbo hears his mom cry out. Right. And then Dumbo escapes and flies away to where she is at in her pen. And it was just so cute. And then they realize that, you know, his mom's here. He's so excited. And, of course, Michael Keaton, like, decides right then and there he's going to have the mom killed. Exactly. Because <laughs> he's a psycho. Well, he's, he's business he, Beetlejuice. He, um, he's just he. He's a heartless dude. And so... And even Eva Green eventually kind of turns on him. Yes. Because she's introduced as, like, his assistant or his... His lover. His ingenue, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she eventually, she gets tired of his shit. And she, you know, she works to get Dumbo free. Yeah. So she's another, like, like positive protagonist in the film. And it really just ends up being Michael Keaton. Yeah. He's just, like, the sole bad guy. Well, and the, uh, there was There's one of the... a couple, like, be- bad trainers, I well, guess. Well, yeah. The yeah. trainer was just bad just to be bad. But the, the first right. trainer dies in the, the stampede. Was, and I was cheering was for satisfying. that. satisfying. Yeah. Because he was just like, I'm going to get you, elephant. Right. I'm like, you did jerk. nothing to me, a but I'm going to whip for no you senseless. You adorable it's, elephant. I know. It's like, what? It's a stretch. Yeah. I, I was telling you this. It's a stretch that, like, anyone would, like, just mock or ridicule this adorable elephant. I know. But people do. Like, oh, my God. You like, this is, I mean, people are assholes. <laughs> But one of the things the movie does best is putting you in Dumbo's point of view. I, th- I mean, it does that literally with its camera at points, yeah. but it just all throughout, like, it makes you feel what Dumbo is kind of feeling just like off of his expression. And, you know, like when he's like on top of the ladder at yeah. one point, I mean, you feel like his he's terror. Scared, yeah. yeah. And, you know, when he like jumps and then, you know, kind of swoops and makes it at the last minute, you feel that euphoria. The movie does, I, I thought, a pretty good job of kind of plugging you into... Of capturing Dumbo's yeah, yeah. emotions and... That, he doesn't have easy. lines, but you know what he's thinking. He, he's a very expressive character and it, it worked really well. And I thought just, I mean, Dumbo himself looked great. Yeah. And I thought the movie in general looked pretty amazing. It like, looked The visual awesome. effects were I mean, they, incredible. They uh, spent the money where, you know, they should have. I think it... <laughs> It went on the screen. Well, I think it cost something like $170 million. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money for a Dumbo movie. That's too much. That's not even counting. I think all in, like with marketing, I think you're talking about like $300 million. So this this thing needs that's to That's a lot for Dumbo. I think they may have over... <laughs> over... Overspent? Yeah. I mean, they didn't need all of the a- like A-list casting going but, uh, on. Yeah, they... <laughs> They could have gotten an unknown father figure. I'll just say, I mean, like they didn't need Colin Farrell. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's he's kind of just like the entry point, like into the story, like him and the kids. But again, they didn't bother me. Like there's there's a way like those characters can kind of like just be like irritating and annoying, but the way they're used, it, it didn't bother me that much. Yeah. I mean, it's you could say like all the human characters are merely just functional. Yeah. But it's like what they are functioning. Which is Dumbo is a pretty like magical character, and it's it, for me it was worth it. 
And and at the end, um, you know, Michael Keaton's character definitely gets his comeuppance. <laughs> Does he die? I actually I forget. He doesn't die, but his whole his whole circus the whole burns cir- down. Yeah, Dreamland is done. I mean, he destroys his own park by doing like pushing buttons he shouldn't have pushed. <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah, because he, <laughs> he wants Dumbo. <laughs> He's desperate for he, Dumbo. He wants to get rid of Mama, and I'm like, this is this is such a stupid like motivation. He's a bad yeah. character. He, he's as a character. Arguably not that believable. I mean, I think. Again, I guess I, this Disney, might be where I'm, I'm biased. I mean, Michael Keaton, because it's Michael Keaton, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. But I, I understand that that complaint. Bringing a good villain is so key, and so many uh, movies get it so wrong. Did this movie even need a villain? I don't think the original one had a villain. I guess, I guess the antagonists of the original were the other elephants who made fun of him. Like, I mean, it's it, the biggest obstacle was like his self doubt. <laughs> so I guess you could argue this mm-hmm. one maybe didn't even need like a big bad well, villain. You think it, you think it did need this character? Yeah, just better written. Yeah, just better written. Maybe a little bit more depth to the character. Because all we see is big, bad, corporate man wants to make money. I guess you do need like a force like keeping him and his mama apart. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to figure out a way to bring them back together. You know, they both land at the same And you could argue circus. that. You could argue that's a contrivance. <laughs> that they end up at the same circus. Cheers. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, it, it, there's there are things you could hit pick well, this from is just, a screenplay this is, level. Yeah, this is just good, clean fun. Certainly. I don't know if I would recommend it as a date movie. I would definitely recommend it as a family movie. It's a family movie first. Um, I, I would actually recommend it as a date movie. I'll just say this. When we sat down, before the movie started, like, you were like, I can't believe I'm here to watch Dumbo. <laughs> And you know, like I kind of got like a singing feeling, like maybe this was a mistake. Like I hope this movie, <laughs> I hope this movie doesn't suck. Like I, I, I feel like I dragged you here. And then, I mean, ninety minutes later, you know, it, I love the movie. You turned to me and said, "I, I love this movie," and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm crying, like I'm wiping yeah. your tears. You're clapping. So I mean, that's to me, that's evidence of a movie that works. And I didn't say it didn't work. I would argue it does work as a date movie. I mean, family movie first. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it was just you and me, and it. I thought it worked. And I didn't even. I to argue. You had no interest in. Seeing I, this I movie. really had no interest in yeah. seeing this movie. I, I wasn't a big fan of the animation movie. I, I think. Yeah. You I hadn't don't, didn't seen even it remember in twenty years. I yeah. mean, I didn't even bother to watch it before this movie. Yeah, it's a little dusty, a little racist. You know, it's a little. Well, a little outdated. Um, <laughs> you definitely said, I-, I love this movie. And that's not that's not something you normally say. I mean, a week ago during oh us, my God. during us, you turned to me and said, how much longer is this movie? I did. So that's that's usually more common. But I love this movie is <laughs> not common. And uh, so what what grade would you give this? I would give it an A minus. Yeah. I'm, I mean, we're in line with the cinema score. Yeah. We're not in line with critics. Yeah. I'll say this, like anyone, you know, as far as it's a little box office, anyone who's kind of like on the fence, like, uh, Dumbo, do I want to see that? Oh, what do critics think? Ooh, 49%. Yeah. Damn. I just, I like, I would, I would strongly encourage yeah. if you're listening to this, ch- check it out. It. Yeah. It is, I mean, it's good entertainment, 100%. Yeah. 
And that's Dumbo, directed by Tim Burton. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. Bye.